What's up, everybody? This is Turner from Lost in America. You're listening to the show now. So this week, Kaplan, I'm still in China. Kaplan's in New York. He called me a couple yesterday. Um, we did an entire podcast. We recorded it over the phone. I listened back to it. The quality is a little shaky. So we're trying to fix the quality now. Until then, if we can get the quality fixed, we will put that episode out a little later. For now, we recorded a bonus episode in um, early January, right before I took off for China. We're going to give that bonus episode to you now while we try to fix the other one. And uh, either way, we will be back next week. I'll be back in New York next week. We will, we will have a podcast next week with me and Kaplan, both in New York City. All right, you guys. For now, bonus episode. Me and Cap, enjoy it. See you soon. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, welcome to Lost in, Lost in America. Surprise, everybody. Bonus edition. Bonus I, episode. I don't know why I'm here or why I have the microphone. I'm Turner Sparks. I'm uh I'm Kaplan. Kaplan. You here's what happened is we had a guest. We thought we had a guest. Uh the guest can't make it. Yeah, and we're both here. And so we're like, screw it. Let's do something anyway. Yeah. I was we were trying to we're gonna we we're gonna work out a piece deal today. You had a Middle Eastern uh, comic coming in. Yeah. I was gonna hammer it home. Well we I might some, still we're, 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 we're trying to reschedule. I had ideas. I had a two-state solution, and now it's it's on the back burner yet again. <laughs> yet again. Yeah. So here's the thing. We don't get to talk enough on our own podcast. We don't. It's, I really don't. I, Kaplan really doesn't. I butt my way in as much as possible. But so I, we, we, we just had a, we just had a, a Jewish uh, female comic on. Well, and you got to feel what it's like to be married. Anyway, um, so so we're throwing every once in a while we're gonna do this. If we if we get together and we have microphones, we're just gonna record. All right, and we this we don't know when it's coming out. It's coming out December, January, February. This also might last for like seven minutes. We don't know if it's gonna. It's not gonna be an hour necessarily every time. But this is just bonus for our fans who want to hear us all the time, right? All right. So here we go. Hey fans, I had a uh, traumatic experience myself a couple days ago. We were I went to a basketball game. Syracuse game, yeah, which was traumatic enough because we lost um, with uh, the, the with uh, Weber. Was this the Barclays Center? This was at the at Mass Square Garden. Ooh, so I went with Weber and a few other friends, and we had I had really good tickets. I got um, through my moving and shaking Hollywood ways. Oh yeah, you're a mover and a shaker. Yeah, we were sitting with like the NBA scouts, we're making the trains run on time. Yeah, exactly. They were making a little. They were like there with their pens and papers. These old white dudes, really like, making marks on the like they're watching the game and. Our friends couldn't get tickets as good as ours, and they were. We decided halftime though that we would join the peasants. So we went <laughs> the unwashed. Yeah, they had uh, they had seats. They had open seats by them. So we went over there, and we watched the entire second half. And you know, I had a maker's mark. I had a couple doubles, and they were about fifty five dollars for like yeah. uh, for four drinks. You earned four, it. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's for two drinks. Sorry. And um, Jeez. so I was feeling nice and buzz, feeling good. And then right at the point when I realized, a we're gonna lose this game. And B, we're going to lose a game to UConn, who I fucking hate. Yeah. A, a, a third thought hit my mind, and that was, shit, I left my backpack at the original seats. Classic Kaplan. <laughs> <laughs> and my backpack has my laptop computer in it and all sorts of other really? important stuff in it. 
So I had to stay to see how the game ended. I couldn't just <laughs> You didn't leave? We had like a minute to go. I was like, if, if it hasn't been stolen yet. Wait, did you do this logic where you go, yeah, like if it's it's already been stolen, if it's it, gone, it's already gone? Right. Yeah, like yeah, I didn't yeah. think someone would steal it on the way out. They probably stole it. I mean, so the second it ended though, if you try to get from a stadium to like point A to point B, it's really the hardest thing to do because everyone's, there's just masses of people. And you're like whittling in between them. And then there's like drunk, obnoxious Yukon fans. And I have to like not say anything back to them because I actually have more important things to do than be. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. I don't have time don't t- to tell you all the reasons. Because yeah, they're yelling at me because I have my Syracuse shirt on. And so I'm like running and I get to the spot. And the whole time I'm running, I'm thinking like, because I haven't backed up a computer in, I don't even know, it was like <laughs> oh, 2007 last time I backed oh, up my computer. <laughs> and I have all my writing on this computer. So I was like, it's gone. It's it. There go the 17 books. There's like uh, thousands of pages of unfinished novels. And I thought, you know, this is it. I've, I'm going to become just a professional podcaster at this point. <laughs> I'm done with writing. I, I'm going to have to update my bio on the, yeah. in the intro music. And the this, world, was, this was a sign from God. That's it. The world the pushes season. you. The universe was yeah. pushing you. And then I got there and my bag was still there. Because luckily, I was sitting in a section full of old NBA scout guys who use pencil <laughs> and paper still to do their jobs. And it's the thought of stealing a laptop. It's like not what, interesting to them. Yeah. What do they need a laptop? That's like me stealing a, a spaceship that doesn't work or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's the, the moral to the story is if you're going to be a schmuck, be in the right crowd. There you go. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I'm playing with house money now. Oh, well, you're ba- okay. Should we get to Lost in America? Yeah. Because I got one. All right. Let's go. Let's play the freaking music. Play the freaking gosh darn tunes, baby. So, um, here's what I want to talk is I, I want to talk about church. I go to church. I don't want to talk. I don't talk religion much because listen, I think, yeah. uh, everyone's going to hell except me. And I don't want to remind them of that too often. Right. Right. I'm going to hell. Yeah, of course. So yeah. Maybe we could do a remote pod. Everyone who's not when me. You're in heaven and I'm in hell. <laughs> I don't know what the Skype situation is. Live remote. We can do a live remote pod. Lost in hell. Lost see- in hell. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, but yeah, so but here, so here's what's like in in America. Because we'll start with China. In China, if you want to go to church, there's one church per city for English speakers, like Christians, right? So they don't even break it down into like uh, oh, there's sorry, there's a Catholic church. So wait, they have church because I thought it's a communist country. No, nope, here's okay. Good question. They have church, but um, you have to show your passport to get in. Oh, so it has to be a non only foreigners. foreigners. Yeah, and wow. uh, some people they don't actually check every time, but they must check sometimes because, I mean, people this is the, uh, revert. Like, so to have this number one reason not to lose your passport. Yeah, you can't go to church. Yeah, you got to make a run to the embassy. You're gonna be hanging out with Kaplan in hell. Exactly. So, um, so then basically they just decide like, okay, Catholic church here, and then everybody else 
here in this one specific church. And so I'm sh- I I ended up just going to Catholic church after a while, even though I'm not. What even- is that? So everyone else is like Jews, no, uh, no, no, Protestants, no, no. Muslims, Any- Buddhists. No, 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 no. <laughs> just all pray to the same. Uh, Y'all going to hell? Yeah, I was celebrating Kwanzaa out there. Wow. Um, no, so it's. So I'm not Catholic. I'm, I'm Methodist, right. which is a denomination yeah, right. of, of uh, Protestantism. But they just threw right. all Protestants together. It means everyone who's not Catholic who believes in God. And so then you go to church and you're sitting there with people who believe all kinds of bat shit crazy right. stuff. So one day I'm there and they're like, okay, the minister's like, we need to pray uh, for everybody in Haiti. You know, and this is right around the earthquake. Right. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Praying yeah, for I'm the for earthquake. That. And he goes, we're praying because uh, in Haiti, they believe in voodoo, and they're all going to burn in hell. Oh, but as long as we pray for them, and hopefully they will Overcome. like see the. Yeah. Is he blaming? Is that like a Pat Robertson take with uh, like he's blaming the um, the fact that they believe in voodoo for why they had the earthquake or why? I think he sort of was. He was like, right. see and what why happened. Life, why they can't produce any baseball players? They're all in the Dominican Republic. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, other side of the island. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, it's the voodoo's fault. The voodoo. And um, then he was saying that, uh, yeah, he's like, but if we pray for them, maybe they'll overcome. It was like how Mike Pence thinks you can pray away yeah, at a conversion gay. therapy for voodoo. Pray believers. away the gay. Pray right. away the pray voodoo. Pray away the voodoo. Yeah. I, I can get behind that. And then I'm looking around. So to me, this is like really odd. And then I'm looking around. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're all into it, you know? And right. they're like, they're big upping the guy. They're stuff. big upping the, they're hallelujahing. They're hallelujah. What is so hallelujah I, in Chinese? Or what are you, oh, no, you're in English. Right. Yeah, it's in English. Yeah. And so then I come back here. Oh no, so then so then I ended up just going to the Catholic church because like it's like go with the uh what is it, the enemy you know or something? Right. What's that saying? Because I went to Catholic high school and I don't have a problem oh, with Catholics. Wow, hot take. We're calling the Catholics enemies. No, no, no. I'm saying Well, I'm, you're a University of Miami guy, so yeah, the Catholics are yeah, Catholics versus comics. Yeah. No, no, no. I like the Catholics. But what I'm saying is it's not specifically what I, <laughs> I like am religiously. You sound like Trump. I get I get along with the Bucks. I like the Catholics. I get along with the Catholics. <laughs> it's not specifically what I am religiously, but it's it's close enough, and I know what I'm going to get when I get there, you know? Right. To me, it's all the same thing. You got this Jesus. He's your guy. I, I know, but there's a whole thing of wars. And and not to back up a second, that if you're Chinese, right, and you are Chinese-American, or you get an American, or, or any other foreign country yeah. passport, you can then go to this church. Yeah. But if you're Chinese and you know, you're not, you can't go. Uh, in, yeah, you're not what supposed a weird to be able to discrimination of uh, well, it's against be- the people who live in the country. I mean, it's pretty easy to it's explain. It's like not it. the opposite of freedom religion. It's a. Uh, this is how you explain it. In America, we look at religion. Our politicians look at religion as like an ally, a, a means to get done what they want to get done. Right. So they say God said we should attack Iraq or whatever. God well, bless no, America. We have freedom of religion. No, but our politicians <laughs> use it to their advantage. Right. Well, of course, because people... Yeah. They look at God as an ally. In China, the government looks at God as a competitor. Oh, a competitor. Either right. you believe in them or you believe in God. Right. Right? We're here as like Bush and all, you know, right. all, every, every politician ever uses it as a means to help them. If you believe right. in me, you also believe in God. Right? Um, that's the basic. <laughs> that's the basic. So, uh, so then, therefore, they don't want their own people necessarily. Um, well, if it's in English, they're allowed to go in Chinese. And the reason why is because the Chinese, the government, kind of censors what's happening in their own language. So they change, they change the Bible at all? Is there like a? I yeah, know, it's like on the little... well, on the second day, God created uh, China. China. Really? <laughs> I know that there's a difference in the. Uh, he created dim sum. Dim sum. Yeah. <laughs> the Jews, could, we could get behind this version. I'm sure it's it's. <laughs> we like the Chinese version of the Bible. Yeah, well, they yeah, yeah they have it in the Chinese version. Yeah, if there's like a dim sum, because the Aramaic, there's the Greek, all the different Jewish Bibles, Torahs, and they're slightly different, but pretty much the same. But you give me one with dim sum, and yeah. 
Oh, I mean, you know, it's the apple or the snake, whatever. Right, they in the it. Chinese one, he eats the snake. Oh, he does he? The snake tastes good. High protein. The serpent. So when you come back here, you can literally pick like whatever you want specifically in a church. It's like an echo chamber, right? Right. You can get an echo chamber church that just reflects your own views. And I'm, I did that. I'm as guilty as anybody. I was like, I, I looked it up on Yelp. I yelped a church in my neighborhood. I read reviews of like three or four different ones. And this one said, um, it's like an international, I mean, sorry, international, it's a, uh, a multicultural, um, and super liberal. Good Wi-Fi. Good, great Wi-Fi. Yeah. The, uh, minister is, uh, she's great by the way. She used to be a rocket. A woman. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You talk about liberal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus. And, um, I went a couple of times and it's amazing, but here's also what's crazy. So then I go a couple of times and this is like right after they were big time anti-Trump, which I don't think you're allowed to say. Yeah. I think that churches, cause churches are tax deductible. Yeah. Now, so like this is on the right, the evangelicals get in trouble with this where like they have to be really careful and some of them definitely violate this. You can't tell people who to vote for. Right. Yeah, but so they don't. So the minister they, never. But says, they bring someone in to tell you exactly. <laughs> but and, but then it's also like obviously like clear what their message is, right? right. And so like uh, they did this thing where they were like, "Oh, who do you want to pray for?" And uh, one lady in the audience was like, "Oh, I want to pray for everybody, um, all black pe- all black men in America now because this is a black lady. She's like all black <laughs> men in America because they have a target on their back because right. Trump's the president." And then the next person was like, uh, who do you want to pray for? She's like, anybody who's threatened by Trump's presidency. Right. And then this one lady I, just yells at in the back of the room. She goes, I voted for Trump and I'm proud. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ballsy. Our ballsiest person of the week. Yeah. And I look back and her son, she's probably like a 65-year-old white lady. And her son's like 35. And he's like appalled. He's, he's like, like muzzling her. Like he has his hand oh. over her mouth, like trying to get her to be quiet. Right. And the minister had to be like, oh, no, it's great. That's fine. That's totally I mean, yeah, do whatever, whatever you want is okay. I mean, I don't understand this whole praying for things like this because, like, you're essentially saying, like, if you're saying I'm going to pray for these kinds of people and then God makes their lives better, if it works, yeah, then Trump's going to get credit for it. Because then it's like, oh, Trump improved the lives of black men in America. Like it's <laughs> yeah. kind of going against. Well, the I think they were thinking that probably won't happen. Oh, uh, well, then you're not believing in God if you're saying it. So you're really you're counting a quandary here. Yeah, it's like when Ray Lewis prays for like the Ravens to beat the like the New York Giants. Ray Lewis, advise, senior advisor to Trump, I believe. Now. <laughs> he is. He's on Trump's team. So anyway, that's what that's. I'm what, just impressed that you go to like I on your own. Like this is like you just go to church. Like you're in China. You're in Brooklyn. Well, I didn't like, go very much in China because I mean. I, I get away from home and I went, it's like, I might go to synagogue like when I was looking to like meet girls in LA, but I I can't. (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm a big time sinner. I got a lot of evil going on and I got it. So I got to, I got to get it out. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I guess I, I, I understand. I do try to. It's also. With with Jews, we don't have this like so many options. Yeah. There's so I mean. Like our option is you go on Yelp and it's like, Jesus, you don't check him. No, you don't check Jesus, and then it's like, we're Allah, <laughs> and then it's like, boom, you're Jewish, go to this well, one. Well, because here's what they did. After church a couple weeks ago, everybody walked down to, um, like, the Beastie Boys Park. Wow. And, because uh, somebody had painted a swastika oh, right, in the park, and yeah. so everyone, like, we protested that, or whatever. Wow, the church, uh, the church is going, improving a lot in the last 50, 60, It's great. There's years. a band, you know, they sound like, like, Saturday Night Live band, they yeah. got, like, a whole full horn section and everything. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's a good time. So I might have to check it out, because I'm really limited, like, the only place I can go is it's Chabad. Yeah. Chabad. I'm, my voice is going. 
which is like um, it's the only place I can walk to to pray on like the big holidays. Jews yeah, only pray no, like twice a year, and it's like really religious. And you gotta walk, and they're really friendly. But like, I'm as I've discussed in other episodes of Kohen, so I'm like a special Jew. Yeah. So they, I, <laughs> you're I, I, a high, high holy. Yeah, I went over Yom priest? Kippur, and they are like need a Kohen for this one prayer. Only they only do this at like the really religious places, not where I grew up. We didn't do this, so they like bring me up to do some special prayer. Yeah. And I get all nervous because, like, I'm like fronting as like this important Jew, and I don't know anything. <laughs> so they're like, gonna like whisper you the things and you repeat it, which is good. Yeah. But it's still a little nerve wracking. And then I looked, and like they separate the men and the women. Yeah. Because that's what they're really religious do. Really. Which makes sense because you know you go there and you, you immediately try to check out the women. It's like the natural thing people do at synagogue. Okay. <laughs> so, so you go, but I look, and in between there's cracks in the in the separation. I see two girls I know from the gym. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna see me do this weird prayer about to do. <laughs> but then they say something. They're like, this is they're they basically the rabbi announces that you're not allowed to look at the Kohen when he does this speech because <laughs> I'm too important. Really? So they have to look away. This is based off your bloodline. Yes. Uh, for, before this, they someone had to wash my hands. Like somebody <laughs> in the in the audience had to go wash my hands. So yeah, giving away the secrets here of what the Jews do. So I got to say this prayer. No one could look at me. It was great. Um, <laughs> what? And that's why I'm not. So gonna, you're a celebrity. I'm kind of a celebrity there. Yeah, they probably are listeners to the pods. So you're I a big should, fish. You know. <laughs> Do so, they have a school for Teddy? He'd they be do. Like, that's where he goes to Hebrew school. Ah, it's the only game in town. That's my point. We don't have options. So he's yeah. the Kohane capital of or the yeah, king. yeah of Long Island. Oh, of Queens. I shouldn't say where I live. I don't want <laughs> yeah. fans coming to my house. But uh, I'm I'm interested in this in this church thing of yours. Yeah, it's good. So oh, but I want to. I, I meant to say this on our um on our uh, our Hanukkah episode, yes, which may be just... coming up or may have already passed. <laughs> we don't know when we're going to release this, but. I I wanted to, I asked you a while ago. Um, so there was one time when I first got to Brooklyn, and I'm walking down the street, and some kid walks up to me, uh-huh. and he goes, uh, "Are you Jewish?" Right. Probably like a 13 year old kid. Right. It's a trap. And I said no. Good answer. Okay, because then I immediately regretted it because he went like, "Oh, okay," and he just walked uh, away. Was he carrying? What is this like in October? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he carrying like a thing that looks like a lemon? And yeah, like and I realized, like, thing. I immediately, first of all, I thought it was cool that he might think I looked Jewish. Right. Well, here you're a comic. Dark hair, So they have to assume skin. all comics could be Jewish. Comic, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but then he seemed, like, uh, really disappointed when I wasn't. Right, because what that is, that is the people, the same people who run this, the place I go. Yeah. They do something. It's a real nice outreach thing. Because they're, like, super religious, but almost, like, in the evangelical, born again way. I don't know what the Christian. Yeah, evangelical. Where they're, like, welcoming of people who aren't. Like, because there's a certain type of Orthodox Jew who, like, oh, they like so they hate me more than you because, like, yeah. I'm a born Jew who's not religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's the other kind who's, like, wants to, like, whatever you can do is better than nothing. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, they're kind of, they're very nice. So, they, one of the things they do is they f- try to find Jews on the street who aren't religious, and they want you to say, like, there's, like, two prayers. It's, like, takes, like, ten seconds, and you shake. It's something you do during the, this time of year, Sukkot holiday. Yeah. And then you just, basically, you shake a lemon. It's a, not a lemon, but it's called, it's called Metro. <laughs> and you shake it, and you do this whole prayer, and it takes, like, 30 seconds, and you do, it's called a mitzvah, a good deed. Oh. They feel, they get, like, bonus points. In that, heaven? Yeah, so, like, you, like, robbed him of a good... Like, you would have done a good <laughs> deed by pretending to be a Jew. Well, if it happens again, I'm going to pretend. Yeah, make sure to end it. And I'll end it. We need to hear you saying the Jewish prayers. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, so I'm here to clear up any Jewish questions you have. I, and so... But here's the thing. When he did that, he only... Because I looked around. He wasn't asking a lot of people. Right. Well, they profile. He you looked pro- at me. Right. They always look at me. Which is great. I mean, I try to duck them the way... Sometimes I'm in a rush, and I try to duck them the way, like, you duck, like, someone asking for money. Yeah. But, like, I never get by them. They always come. <laughs> they see my nose. 
they well, they, I don't know what's happening because they when see I was, me like making notes about like comedy bits on the side. They know I'm a Jew. Well, the thing <laughs> is, I think I something's changed about me because maybe it's because I'm here in New York. But when I think I told you this maybe on the pod, but when I was in college, I tried to go on birthright, <laughs> and they immediately knew I wasn't Jewish. Right. Well, that's different. But that's I was flip flops. I don't know if that made a difference. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm trying to think of you what You probably it... had a cross necklace on. It gives you a giveaway. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I know some people who, to get on birthright, it's like they use the same um, rationale like the Hitler would use. <laughs> so, like, if they could find, they want to send you. So, if they could find any reason you're Jewish, okay. you're going for free to Israel. Well, then you just me... have to have one Jew, and you just have something in the closet, but you had nothing. I had you're nothing. Sparks. They could tell. You guys come from New Mexico stock, and <laughs> yeah. you are not. You should have said you related to Myrna Sparks on my side of the family. You have a Myrna. You exactly. should pretend that's your mom, and then bam. But all right. So, so what? what do and you I got? have one other thing that I, you know, since we're talking about, uh, we're talking about uh, Hanukkah and religion and everything. Yes. And I on our Hanukkah episode, I didn't present this to you, but I got you a small little gift as a thank you what? for editing the podcast, putting this all together. Oh wow! It's a gift close to your heart. I didn't wrap it, but it's a uh, Carl's Jr. <laughs> gift card. Yes. <laughs> and uh, just to explain to our listeners at home oh, that people in Sacktown <laughs> are passionate about Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. is yeah, it's the it's the best restaurant in the city. And I don't if you carry that outside and the, the on the streets of New York, because the the CEO of Carl's Jr. is now part of the Trump administration, someone might rip that up. Oh, that's so true. hide that. Yeah, keep that in I'll your wallet. I'll hide it in <laughs> my uh, I'll hide it in my New Balance shoes. Yeah, don't hide it in your New Balance <laughs> shoes. But go, you can get it to go and then drink a Yingling at home. Done. But uh, and uh, apparently Hardee's is the same owner. So you can, you it hit, is. I don't know where there's a Hardee's. That's the, like. The South. Yeah. See, I, Trump, I worked Trump at country. Arby's as a kid. So Hardee's is our <laughs> rival roast beef competitor. So <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. But Hardee's has turned into. Ah, co- oh, this is awesome. Yeah, Thank so you very much. Go enjoy that over break. All right. And we have <laughs> cookies too, right? Somewhere. Someone gave those to me. I regifted them. I meant to bring them for our guest today, but our guest didn't show up. Can I have a cookie? So have a cookie in his honor. All right. Awesome. Italian cookies from a bakery in, uh, I don't know. Let's pretend it was from Staten Island. All right, Staten Island. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to eat that one. Well, you just put your hands all over that one. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. And Turner's eating a cookie on the air. <laughs> Pretty good. All right, there you go. That's great. All right, what else do we got? we have any other topics or are we done? About Lost in America? I think we're done. No, we I mean the for the episode. We want to get to the news? Or are we gonna... Oh, yeah, we're doing we... news. Should we get to the news? Yeah. Screw it. It's your cookie. Play the music. start with yours. You have a pretty solid news story, right? Yeah, this is out of, again, I'm, I'm going to the New York Times here every once in a while. Every few pods, we dig out a, a story from a real newspaper. We're killing it with the Times recently. Yeah, yeah. So this is, a, there's a book out uh, written by a CIA analyst, uh, John Nixon, which is rare. The CIA doesn't usually let you write books. They redact half of it, and then it's yeah, not interesting. Sure. But he, he had enough to write. Apparently, they let him write about it. And he writes a lot about Iraq and Saddam Hussein because he was like one of the main guys in Iraq. And yep, this, this, I've heard of him. Yeah, you've heard of him. So there's a lot of stuff in here, but we don't have to get into all of it. The one thing that caught my eye, which I think is news, breaking news, is that he discusses that he was the guy who interviewed, the first CIA guy to interview Saddam after we, he was captured, before okay. they like hung him. And Saddam... Before he grew his hipster beard? Yeah, Saddam was very confused as to why we were so after him. One of the, And Saddam was confused because he apparently was not running the day-to-day operations of the country anymore. 
there were some deputies who were running the show, and that was part of the problem, I guess, because they didn't know that maybe we should admit that we don't have weapons of mass destruction. But anyway, the thing that Saddam was working on, what do you think Saddam was doing when he was Wait, wasn't... so Saddam was hands-off operating the country? He was a hands-off CEO at that point of his career. Wow. He was not running the show day-to-day operations. He was still the figurehead. And What would he be doing if you're not... Like, what else is there to do in I'll, Iraq? I'll tell you what else he was doing. Betting on soccer or something. No. Working on a novel. Work? Saddam was hard at work in a novel, Wait. and he was very upset... That he, explains why he had the Hemingway beard. Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he was a very upset. Like, the thing he was most upset by when the CIA was capturing him was that the Americans took away his paper and pen and wasn't letting him write. Okay. Which is pretty much the only thing Saddam Hussein could say <laughs> to make me feel bad for him. And, you know, I, I... He was writing it on a pen and paper? What do you... I mean... This is the this is Iraq. What do you, what do you want him to use a, a fancy electric typewriter? So yeah, so Saddam was a writer who wasn't allowed to write to the end, and I feel terrible. I hope that his book, his posthumous book, comes out eventually in, in some capacity. Uh, maybe Bush can write the forward. I don't know, but I just feel, <laughs> as an artist, I feel a little bit upset now about what we did to him. Add to I the wonder, long list of cr- American crimes. Where is the book now? Is that it doesn't say. So it doesn't I don't say. Know. I wonder if it's like. In de- it'll be declassified 50 years from now. Like, and we'll be explained to our kids, grandkids, who Saddam Hussein was. Wait, and- you know how uh, OJ has, if I did it, here's how? <laughs> Do you think his is called- If I had weapons of mass destruction. If I killed everyone. <laughs> if I killed- Here's if- how. Yes. <laughs> if I had weapons of mass destruction. Hmm, that's here- a good idea. Here's I'd- how I would explode the world. We'll have to talk to Weber about writing the movie. Can we the have OJ Simpson finish the book for him? I or think, write the forward. I think we should have. An, we should get a hold of a cop and we should start ensing it. <laughs> I think that would be a great way to blow up ents. That would blow up ents for sure. Shout out to ents, our sponsor. Ense. Ense. Get it in the app store. Yeah, we're trying to make peace. We're making. We'll see. We're making. I mean, we ran into Ikram in the hall. It was a little awkward. He lost his computer. I couldn't tell if he's Just, heard I, it yet. He was probably upset that I've. His crowd is not happy. His yeah. his employees are not happy with Ikram us. Ikram was a little short with us. I don't know if it was because he lo- lost his computer and he's he just heard me rubbing it in about how I found my computer. <laughs> he seemed <laughs> yeah. to not like my story. I don't or you know, words probably gotten back to him. Yeah. That we're causing trouble. But anyway, you know, download Ents. Ents is a great app. Yeah, for the time being. Get it in the app store. No, great app, great app. All right, next story. Yeah. Are we done with uh Yeah, yeah, next oh, story. Okay, China denies using chili seeds. Back to China. As biological weapons in Indi- Indonesia. This is from the Shanghaiist, uh, December 19th. The Shanghaiist? Shanghaiist is a uh, blog owned by the Gothamist and all those. Boss, <laughs> oh, okay. I thought know? That, yeah, the Shanghaiist. I didn't know it's that was real. part of that uh, web of oh. lies or whatever they are. Right, right. <laughs> all right. So the Chinese embassy has balked at Indonesian media reports hmm. that accused China of using a biological weapon after four Chinese nationals were arrested for planting imported chili seeds infected with dangerous bacteria in Indonesian soil. Kaplan, what say you? I mean, that seems like an ingenious way to conquer the world. Through um, chili seeds? Well, what kind of chili? Like how, how spicy are they? Or what's the... I mean, biological. I think... Biological weapon level. <laughs> I think it goes from like mild, medium, hot, inferno, and then like what do they say in Texas? Like oh, you know, right? Shitting for Sh- days. Shit for days. Chili con- winning a chili contest. Like, <laughs> yeah, chili con- this cook-off. would kill a chili contest. Biological yeah. weapons level hot. Right. Okay. And spicy. I know. I'm always skeptical of when country one country A 
that's not like a major, you know, respectable country. You're talking about Indonesia? Yeah, I don't know. Could accuse this country B that's a larger country of like, because it's like, it reminds me, I, there was a story I remember a few years ago where the Egyptians accused the Israeli Mossad. There was a shark attack where a shark uh, killed somebody in Egypt, and they accused the Mossad of planting a chip and training the shark, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, I'm a little skeptical of all these— um, It's it's a classic move. Every, anytime <laughs> something goes wrong in your country, you blame it on somebody blame else. Blame it on the right? Americans, Jews, and now the Chinese. The Chinese have reached the point of success where you blame—in that part of the world especially, but even yeah, here, yeah. Donald Trump does it. Yeah, yeah, blame yeah. Blame the Chinese. Yeah. So, uh, so, 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 I'm a, so I believe the chili seeds are innocent. So basically what happened is somebody ate a couple spicy chilies, some yeah. government official, and he just blamed it on China. Right, exactly. He had some diarrhea. He's upset about it. All right. One more, <laughs> one more news story. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Why not? Kentucky man, Kentucky men, uh, this is from the Huffington Post, Kentucky men pocket dial 911 allegedly discussing their plot to rob the local barbecue joint. Wow. But maybe before they did it. Oh, and then the underline is, oh, yeah, how and the police chief was eating there at the time, too. How do you pocket dial 911? Well, I don't understand. Yeah, how do you get 911? Like, who? Like, did you call it enough? Is it in your context? How often do you put your... It must put, be in your context, in your favorites, to pocket dial. Why would you put 911 in context? Would you forget the number? Right, is it that much work? It seems like more work to queue up your context in 911 than just to dial 911. Yeah, because you don't have to do an area code when you do 911, do you? Right. And I don't know with Siri, what do you say... Call nine one one. Do you say nine one one? Police. I, I Siri. Oh, my Siri doesn't work. So I, I thought my phone would start ringing. Yeah, I don't have so that. I don't know how that works. But <laughs> maybe we're calling nine one one on your Siri. But right maybe now. that was an ingenious move by him to get the barbecue place some publicity. Maybe he's. I don't know. We'll see. They were arrested Saturday afternoon as they accidentally called nine one one. So they accidentally called it in their pocket. Right. And then after calling it, um, discussed their plans to rob the barbecue place. They tipped off authorities to their alleged plan to rob the barbecue restaurant where the local police chief happened to be dining. Robert Bourne and <laughs> David Grigsby. Allegedly. 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 We don't want the lawyers. Blue shirt says, say allegedly. Blue shirt says we have to say it. We didn't do that with Michael Jackson a couple weeks ago. Yeah, his lawyers are hot on us. <laughs> oh, my god. Let gosh. me tell you. Neverland Ranch. We're going to be locked up there pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> they still just riding oh those. Oh, my God. You know, riding those rides forever. Should, we, should that be it? I, I think so. I think we've I talked think we for did. long enough. It's a bonus episode. Bonus we were going to do this for like five minutes. We're not sure when this is airing. So but. you guys keep supporting the podcast. Tell a friend. Everybody yeah. tell one friend. That's the challenge we're putting out to everyone. Happy New Year. And you can be a uh, Turner. You're uh, Turner B. Sparks. Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. Kaplan. M.I. Kaplan 1111 is four. For John Cruck. Yes. Legendary fat Philly. One ball. What? <laughs> Doesn't he have one ball? That's Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Kruk might have one ball too. I, I love the whole team is on steroids. So I love a lot John of one balls. Kruk. Yeah. Anyway, so Great. that's it. I'm gonna uh, go get back to it. Share and, uh, it with a friend. Tell everybody. Seriously, share it. R- like, review, subscribe. That's it. And that's uh, all we ask. All, it's we ask for more, but for now, that's all we're asking it's for. It's free for now. Yeah. Oh, if you yeah. don't share it, we might start charging. Exactly. Hey, there you go. <laughs> all right. All right. Get lost. Get lost.
Yeah, la ba ba. 